reaction with Levy, and we're going to break down every game like we do every week here in Week 12. It was a wild week with all the COVID issues with Denver. You have San Francisco not having a home. You got Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I don't even know if that game's going to be played. And, of course, Denver playing a wide receiver at quarterback. Very interesting week. We're going to break it down right now. Here we go. First game, we're going to start in Thanksgiving. Texans, Lions. Texans won 41-25. Both teams 4-7. and seven. Lions stinked, so they fired Patricia and Quinn, which needed to happen, and it did. Texans have some good QB and some weapons, but still this defense, it's just not playoff caliber still. Maybe they make a run, go 9-7. and seven. We'll see. They got a big game if they want to do that against Indianapolis, where I think they could compete because it's a divisional game, and Deshaun Watson is the better quarterback in that football game like he will be in most weeks, so they still always have a shot. Washington, 41-16. Uh, Washington just stayed ahead of the chains, relied on their defense, got plays from their running backs out of the backfield in the first half, and they just... Took advantage of Dallas's mistake. A stupid fake punt uh, down for us. 2016 in the third. Dallas puts a fake punt. And then they just give a gift to Alex Smith in this offense. And then Antonio Gibson goes down the field, scores the touchdown. And now it's 27-16. The ba- game's basically over. Washington did not do too much offensively. They played their game. They ran the football. They uh, used their running backs very well uh, in most situations, and they relied on their defense, and that led them to a victory. 41-16, it was a more lopsided score than indicated, but if you're Dallas, the coaching issues killed them in this game. What are they doing on the the fake punt just killed me? Down four, you don't fake punt there, stupid. And you got to take advantage of a Jalen Smith almost pick six. It led to a field goal, which made it 2016, which probably added to that desperation. So red zone possessions were terrible for Dallas in that game and turnovers and also penalties and also coaching. Those are four bad things if you want to win football games. Dallas didn't do any of those four and they lost by a lot of points, 41 to 16. Buffalo, they won 27-17, a very ugly game. A lot of turnovers, some Dumb coaching mistakes. Is it time for Anthony Lynn to go? I mean, God, awful. They had every chance. They had a couple turnovers at the end of the game where they didn't uh, convert. No, not a lot of convert conversions on third and shorts, uh, which is an issue. That's why you lose the game. Uh, Buffalo won ugly, but Josh Allen cannot make those throws like he did that pick in the fourth quarter. Not good. So Buffalo going forward. Obviously, I feel like Los Angeles is going to fire Lynn eventually. But Buffalo, they should win this division because they're talent. They have too much talent. Their defense and run game played much better today, which is a very encouraging sign. So you, you know this passing game is good. And yes, they didn't have John Brown. But you got their defense playing really well. They played a really good game. A couple of stupid penalties, but they really played good football. And they started to run the ball. You saw a couple of good runs in the fourth quarter by Moss and Singletary. They started to wear out that Charger defensive line. So that's good. That, that's, that's a good news. So now how do you uh, manifest this to continue to become a winning football team? You add these pieces together. They did some good, did some bad, but Buffalo, they're trending up right now. Another fifth straight game of good football. They win 27-17, moved to eight and three. So they look good to make the playoffs and win that AFC East. Tennessee won 45-26, and I called this game. This was my lock of the week. And when you don't have your linebacker and two studs in the middle with D'Amico Autry and DeForest Buckner, Good luck against Derrick Henry and a healthy offensive line, which is the first time in a couple weeks. No Taylor on the other side, so Rivers was one-dimensional, one-dimensional, working from behind. Not a recipe for success. And now you look at look forward. Tennessee's got an easy schedule. They should win this division. I'm going to say it. They got lucky, sure, but they should win this division. Derrick Henry and this offense is very tough to stop because if you stop Henry, you have A.J. Brown and Corey Davis on the outside with Jonu Smith, a very 
fast tight end and a good quarterback in Ryan Tannehill. So good luck stopping this Tennessee offense. Defense is getting better. Jeffrey Simmons is a force in the middle. And for Indianapolis, they got a tough assignment. How do they get back into this fight for the playoffs after winning two straight games before this? You lose to Tennessee, and all of a sudden, they got a 50-50 chance, according to FPI, of making the playoffs. So how do you come back? Big game next week at Houston we just talked about. They're going to need to keep Watson off the field, get the run game going, get their stars back, and get Jonathan Taylor back, and really take control of this game and propel yourself to a playoff berth. Vikings, 28-27, and a win is a win, and Kirk Cousins quietly put together another great stat line, 300 yards, three touchdowns, with no great run game and no Adam Thielen. you got to be impressed. Carolina, of course, they always compete in every game. We love Matt Rule. I've always talked about him, how I like him a lot. Uh, so Minnesota moving forward. They're 5-6. and six. They're definitely in this playoff hunt with the Arizona loss today. They have Jacksonville next week, so you uh, catapult yourselves to 6-6. Six and six. Then you face Tampa Bay. So you got a big game next week. You, you can't fall into that trap situation. Then you got Tampa Bay. I still don't trust this defense. I'm not going to predict them to make the playoffs. I have a su- other, other surprise team that I like in the playoffs. But again, Minnesota, you get a win here. Now you're all of a sudden right back in that playoff picture. As I, as I said, they would pile up some wins, but that Dallas loss is huge. Browns, 27-25. This is the type of game where the Browns usually lose, but Kevin Stefanski, he should be in contention for coach of the year the way he's controlled Baker Mayfield. Under 30 attempts, under 30 attempts in this football game. No picks. Exactly what he wants as a coaching staff. They know what they're doing. They're going to run the football. And they didn't even have their two best uh, defensive players in Garrett and Ward. That's why they scored 25 points Jacksonville. So Cleveland, they're 8-3. and three. They keep winning football games. They're supposed to win. And now they get the tough schedule coming. So now we'll see them against Tennessee, which will be a great matchup. I, I, I would predict Tennessee to win because of the quarterback play. But Baker is, will now need to make some key throws. He's had the easy part of his schedule. You face Philadelphia. You face Jacksonville. You face Houston. They've had some easy, they have had an easy schedule. Now it's going to be about how does he make some key throws and win some games to propel them to get into the playoffs because they're probably not going to win the division with the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers sitting on top. Giants win 19 to 17. Bengals lucky to be in a couple missed calls, but this was the best offensive line performance from the New York football Giants. Yes, you lost Daniel Jones, but this defense continues to play really good football. Patrick Graham, he will be a head coaching candidate coming in next year with the amount of talent and the amount of production they're getting from the defensive side of the football. But this offensive line was the story of this game. Wayne Gallman giving him the football. Much better performance from these Giants. They should have won by two scores. It was over with three minutes, it felt like. But Bengals came back. Finally, the Giants won a one-possession game. How do you continue it? How long is Daniel Jones out? It's going to be very interesting to see what New York does. going to be a tough matchup next week at Seattle. Bengals, they're looking to next year. Brandon Allen, tough performance. That offense is not too good without Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. Pats won 20-17, and how did they win this game? That's the story. Cardinals should have won it. You look at the end of the first half, two, two key plays. End of the first half, they have the ball, fourth and goal at the one, no points. Zero points, and that was the difference in the football game. And then you had the missed field goal, obviously, with Zane Gonzalez's Zane Gonzalez's 45-yard field goal, which he missed, which proved costly down the stretch. And for the Pats, I don't see them as a playoff team. I'm sorry. Yes, they won it, but Cam Newton, you can't throw for 100 yards and expect to win every week. Arizona. So now, now after loss, Minnesota won. San Francisco won. Now they have a huge game next week against the Rams, who are off a loss. So it's going to be very interesting. Can Murray come back healthy? Who wins that game? That's a huge game, 405 on Fox next week. Dolphins, 20-3. Dolphins, defense, 
defense and more defense. Fits, no picks, so you had no turnovers. You relied on your defense against a bad team. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to win big 20-3. to Jets obviously tanking. It's so sad for Donald, but I could see him as a Ryan Tannehill type of player because Tannehill came from Gase. You remember, right? Tannehill came from Gase. Donald has that same ability. You look at possible locations, Indianapolis, Chicago, Pittsburgh if Ben Ben Roethlisberger retires. So there's some places where Donald, you get him for like a third, fourth round pick, maybe he can make some things happen and become that Ryan Tannehill of a new team because Ryan Tannehill is having a lot of success in Tennessee. Falcons, 43-6. to I mean, this is the weirdest team of all time. They lost 24-9 last week, and then they come back and beat the Raiders, who look great on Sunday night, 43-6. to We knew they would come back down to earth, but 43-6. to Wow, Raheem Morris, he might have earned himself the head coaching job with his team's defensive performance, which has gotten better and better since he's become the head coach. And you look at Vegas. You got to bounce back next week, handle the Jets. It's a must-win game, and on the road... They they lost last. I, I just after the loss against Kansas City, you thought this was a top. Th- you heard Ryan Clark on ESPN Monday morning. This is a top three team in the in the AFC. They don't look like it today after a huge loss in Atlanta. Yes, it was a spot play for Atlanta. They they had a good spot at home, one p.m. early start for Las Vegas. But you got to play better if you're Las Vegas. Not good, especially no Julio Jones for Atlanta. Saints, 31-3. We're just not discussing this game. There's nothing to discuss. Go Saints. 49ers, 23-20. I mean, this game This game was very interesting. 49ers outplayed the Rams, both sides of the football. They were winning the whole game. And then all of a sudden, you had the spark that came from this Ram team. They got the defensive touchdown. You had the Cam Akers big run. But the story of this football game and why the 49ers won was their players, Debo Samuel, uh, the, the running game with Mostert, they executed better than Jared Goff. Jared Goff, when he's uncomfortable, he just doesn't look good. He was uncomfortable all game long, couldn't convert any third down. And that is a concern. This is a Super Bowl caliber team with the defense. The secondary is great. They adjusted their run defense at the end of the game. They they have the offensive line once Andrew Whitworth comes back. But Jared Goff, when he plays a good defensive line, when the play, play breaks down, he tends to struggle. He needs to pick that up if this team wants to go to the Super Bowl. And for San Francisco, this is my surprise playoff team. They've got a shot at the playoffs right now. They host Buffalo Monday Night Football. That's a, ch- that's a chance, even though it's in Arizona, of course. They're playing it at home in Arizona because of COVID. But then you get Washington and Dallas. So those are two winnable games. And Buffalo, Buffalo looked awfully beatable today. So you look down the stretch here, no John Brown for Buffalo. So three games where San Francisco, if they can win two or three, maybe all three, you're right back in the playoff picture, especially if L.A. beats Arizona, which they match up really well next week. So next week, big game for the Rams. They go to Arizona. They match up really well because Arizona doesn't have a pass rush, and Arizona doesn't run the football tremendously well, so that secondary will go to work, and so will that run game for L.A. I expect the Rams to get the victory in Arizona because the way they match up. Chiefs, 27-24. I mean, Chiefs just look unbeatable right now. Hill, Kelsey, they dominated the football game. I feel like the only team that can stop them is a good defense with a great secondary and interior pressure. That's why I like the Rams, but if they don't have a quarterback, like uh, if he, if Jared Goff struggles like this, I don't think they got a shot against Kansas City in the Super Bowl. So Kansas City looks far and away like the best team in football right now. You look at the Bucks, they just feel they're always behind the eight ball. Bruce Arians and Tom Brady need to fix themselves. Yes, they're struggling. 
And now you get a bye, which I think could be very useful for this football team. Kind of reset things for Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Come back after the bye, you get an easy game. I think it's against uh, Minnesota. So a game where they match up well because they can stop the run. So hopefully the Bucks will find themselves back on track after the bye. Pack 41-25. Chicago, go get a quarterback, please. Green Bay, they lit them up. Top five defense. Rodgers looked on all game, which is very encouraging. And you look at this NFC. It's a weak NFC. So, again, the door opens for Green Bay. So, this is the Monday that we say, oh, Green Bay is the good team. Last week was L.A. So, it's going to be a – we're going to go back and forth in this NFC, it feels like. We said New Orleans after they beat Tampa Bay. So, it's going to be back and forth. It's going to be back and forth in this NFC. There's a lot of mediocre teams and – We'll see what happens in the NFC. I'm still going to trust the defense. I don't trust this Packer run defense. So let's see what happens. But if they get the one seed and they're at home, it's going to be awfully tough to beat Aaron Rodgers. Tonight, we've got the Seahawks, another contender in the NFC, going to Philly. Can Philly with Jalen Hurts getting first reps, according to a lot of, according to the beat reporter in Philly. So a lot of interesting stuff going on. The Eagles are struggling right now and they don't get back Hurts, but it's prime time. Doug Peterson, does that provide something of a spark for the Philadelphia team and Seattle. They've had a long week to get ready for this game. I think they match up really well in terms of they can stop the tight end and this run game because Collier's played very well. They stopped the run game last week against the Arizona Cardinals who ran wild today against uh, New England. So uh, I think Seattle matches well uh, up well with them. Can they... Uh, can Dunlap get some pass rushing going against a weaker offensive line? And will they show up? Because Philadelphia is not that good. Does Seattle overlook this game on a, here on a Monday night? Hope they don't. I'm rooting for Seattle, obviously. So it's going to be an, interest, an, an interesting game. I think it's five and a half the spread. Maybe up to six right now for Seattle. So we'll see what happens there. Fun week. Chiefs-Bucks. I mean, the Chiefs, we saw they were the best team. We're going to have a condensed version of this coming out on my Instagram later today. One reaction with Levy, week 12 reaction.